0: Are you hungry for health? I'm Trish, a certified health and life coach with the mission to help people develop a positive relationship with food so they can live their best life on their terms. Each week, we turn diet culture and weight loss upside down. I'll teach you how to think differently so you can drop the guilt and feeling like you're broken, release the weight, and live the life you crave. Hey there, friends. This is episode two of the Hungry for Health podcast, and I want to introduce myself. I'm your host, Trish Ryan. I'm a certified health and life coach and owner of Core Health Coaching. I believe that in order to get something different, you need to do something different. So if you are ready to drop the excuses and take 100% responsibility for your life and your well-being, let's go. Again, episode two, what if? Last week, I talked about celebrating all of our accomplishments in 2021, all the awesome things that we did. And we want to start 2022 with that same positive foundation. And in order to do that, we need to create awareness of the current negativity in our thoughts. Today, we're going deep and talking about the one thought that so many of us probably have. And it's when we're working towards a goal and we probably don't even realize that it's that negative thought. That can actually be the main reason that we don't succeed. Today, we're going to talk about the thought, what if I fail? We're going to talk about it, we're going to take action, and we're going to reframe it. Because if you go through life only only considering options of if it doesn't work, if I fail, if it bombs, and if I let myself down again, or I can't get this wrong again, then we're setting yourself up for a scared and miserable life on top of not achieving our goals. I want you to think about this for a second. Ask yourself, what if I fail at weight loss? Where does your brain go? What does it say? If I had to guess, it probably answers with, well, it just proves you're broken or it can prove that I can't do anything right or that I'll never succeed at anything. The thought I may fail never gives us useful feelings. It gives us feelings that cause unproductive actions, and then we just go down the vortex of negativity. The problem is, is that most of us go through life only thinking about the negative side of the equation. Every time we pull the trigger on a goal that we really want to achieve, all we do is focus on how we might mess it up. What if we fail? All the problems that are going to incur because of that. What most of us do is we either don't start at all and we keep kicking the can down the road, living a life of envisioning some kind of weight loss program or just maybe having a twinge of hope and then ultimately paralyzing ourselves so that we go right back to just wishing we could lose weight and wishing something was different and wishing we were different. It's a life cycle that just sucks. I did it for so many years wanting to make a change And then just like I mentioned, thinking of all the things that could go wrong and make it hard. Then I realized that that was the problem. It wasn't my goal that was the problem. It was all of my thinking about my goal. That was the problem. It was all negative. And at that moment, I made progress. That awareness was step number one. It was key because... You can't change something that you're not aware that you're doing. So for a while, I worked consciously noticing my thoughts. And whenever I thought about my goal of losing weight or heck, just stopping to scarf down 10 cookies at the end of the night, I became aware of my thoughts. And then I changed the thought of what if I fail? I changed it to thinking, I'm going to figure this out. I don't know what it's going to look like. But I want to figure this out because I knew I couldn't keep doing things the way I was. I had to get off the hamster wheel. And this was a continuous process. I would hear myself say thoughts like, well, what if this doesn't work? And I would tell myself, Trish, you can't think like that. Spending time trying to figure out what I'm going to do just in case I fail is time I'm not spending figuring out what one small thing I can do for myself that day. When I was in the negative zone, there was no problem solving. I was just spending time feeling terrible. And most of us, when it comes to weight loss, we just put our thoughts to work on all of the failing, how hard it is, how many times we've tried this before. We obsess about what if it doesn't work out? What if I overeat? What if I get tempted? What about the anniversary coming up or the big birthday party I'm planning? What if I start to lose weight and all of a sudden plateau? Here's the truth. What ifing yourself to death never works. All it does is create a lot of drama. So let's flip the script. What if you're sitting around thinking, what if I'm successful? What if this works out in my favor? What if I change my life? What if I do this and my family starts making better choices in their health too? Let's what if that way all day long. Because that is... Is opening yourself up to possibility. But what we, most of us, do is that we're not what ifing ourselves to possibility. We're what ifing ourselves to failure. And that just creates an action. Now, psychology books tell us that the what if mindset is very normal for us as human beings because we're always trying to solve problems. In caveman times, we were always looking for the tigers. We were always looking out for the danger. And our lives depended on being able to decide, what if the tiger comes out from behind that bush? What if those barriers are poisonous? Just trying to solve a problem that doesn't exist yet is what we do as human beings. It's natural. We actually wanted to be asking ourselves those questions back then. We just don't live in that kind of world anymore. And it's very rare that we need to be sitting around thinking about danger. Now, I do need to point this out. This is the one thing that I do encourage my clients to do, because there is a distinction between thinking ahead about obstacles and sitting around what ifing yourself just because you're afraid you can't do it. So here's an example of an obstacle. If you're thinking about an upcoming party and you say to yourself, What if I was going to make it easy for myself to eat in a way that I'll feel good about afterwards? What decisions would I make? Feel free to what if yourself all day long in that direction. Because that is thinking about something that typically could get in your way, but then strategizing on how you're not going to let it get in your way. You're going to strategize on the things that you can do for yourself. And that's the problem with what if mentality. Because if we're not strategizing on how to be successful, we're focusing, obsessing, overthinking about all the ways things don't work for ourselves. And some clients tell me how focusing on the negative actually works for them. But two negatives don't equal a positive in my book. Here are the reasons that that doesn't work. It doesn't get you the feelings of motivation. It doesn't ever get you a win. It's never going to think about yourself in a more useful way and it doesn't give you any credit as if you can do things it's never going to get you any weight loss because it's just self-defeating we don't want to talk to ourselves in a negative way to get a positive result we want to talk to ourselves in a positive way to get a positive result now like we said our brains want to what if and it's normal to do this it really is and it's okay that it's there You're not doing it wrong because you're ifing yourself. Again, the goal right now is to become aware that it's happening and get to the point where you get really good at just noticing how often you do this. How often you think about what if you fail? How often you think about what if it doesn't work? What if I can't do it? All of that is the same variety of what if I fail. Now, let's think of a time that your brain routinely goes to, I'm going to figure this out. Uh, Maybe when you brought home that new baby home from the hospital, or maybe when you or someone close to you got let go from a job, or that you are handling a diagnosis that you didn't expect. Everything about these situations are new, and you say, I have no idea how to do this, but I'm going to figure it out man, when I brought home my first baby, I had no clue what was happening in my world, but I was determined to figure it out. And it didn't shut down all of my what ifing. I'm not going to sit here and lie and let you think that I've never what ifed over the new baby, but I guarantee you, I worked to catch myself. And I continue to work to catch myself when I do those unnecessary worrying and unnecessary suffering over that child. And she's actually a full-fledged adult right now and that's what's great about my way of coaching you will not lose your weight or meet your health goals and still be the same person at the end you will have self-respect you will be talking to yourself in a way that you never dreamed you could at all points of the journey you will have the confidence that you will figure it out you will continually be receiving tools from me And you can put them in your toolbox so that you can be different and do things differently and get different results. You can get off that hamster wheel. For the first time ever, you could go on vacation with your family and get in the pictures because you changed your thought about those pictures. You always have a choice. You can beat yourself up or you can be proud to be there, present and in the moment. And you can look at the faces of the kids and your husband and your family who were all so excited to have you in the picture with them. So you can capture that moment in time. You can be excited to look at the picture and be like, it doesn't matter what my body looks like. This is where I was in the journey at this time. And it matters that you captured the moment. You caught the idea of what was going on at that moment with your family, what you were thinking and how you were feeling. My coaching teaches you how to be a different person. And that's why if you're sitting around thinking about failing and all this negativity, it's just a waste of time. We have to make sure that we don't allow ourselves to only think about our lack and think about our failures. Here's a powerful question. Are you using what-ifs to terrorize yourself? If you are, I want to give you three tips that you can watch out for your what-if thinking, and start to flip the script. Because I beg that if you're going to do your what-if thinking in a negative way, I want you to give that same breath and energy to the other side of the equation. That you use the what-ifs to also see what's possible for you. And here are three steps to help the process. Number one, you've got to be aware. You've got to notice when you're what-ifing and that you don't beat yourself up for it the success, the progress, is that you now hear it and that you just don't spiral in it like you used to and then wonder why you feel so bad all the time and you wonder why you're never motivated. And then you say, oh, I don't know. And I know it's because all you do is sit around and think about what if you fail. Tip number two, give air time to what's possible. I always tell my clients, if you've got time to sit around and think negative thoughts to yourself, then you have time to sit around and think about what's possible. You can be a negative Nelly, but you can also have your own back at the same time. Your negative self-talk will never go away unless you are actively on purpose, thinking like a hero at times. Try coupling your negative thoughts with, what's possible for me? What could I do? What would life be like if I succeeded? What if I do lose weight? Who in my life would be better for it? Who in my life will have changed simply because I'm changing? Those are the questions you also want to ask yourself. This, the whole idea of thinking about what's possible for you, the whole idea of letting your guard down on your failures, of letting your guard down on being afraid, we're doing that all day long. And so give yourself that equal airtime to what you truly want in life, your goals. Tap into why those goals are important. And not just tap into why it's important then, but tap into why it's important daily. Tip number three, and I think this is really important for everyone to do this, is to make a list of what life would look like if you lived as if you were capable of weight loss. And then make a list of what life would look like if you lived as if you were stronger than you currently believe you are. And then make a list. And I mean, make a list, not just say, oh, yeah, Trisha, this is a good idea. Get out the pen and paper or talk into the Google or Siri of the world and make a list of what life would be like if you started doing things anyway, even if you were afraid. If you were allowing yourself to just be like, I'm afraid, but I'm willing to be courageous too. What would you be doing? what would you be doing if you let's say were able to look into your crystal ball and say wow this is the person who loses weight who stops eating when they've had enough i see her future and if i say hey trish that's you you've got it right there what would you do next what would you do more of what would you let go of and what would you stop doing and one way to keep all of this top of mind is with what I call an anchor, and it's something that you can see or feel or touch constantly that to reminds you to use the "what if" question in a positive way. For me, I have a screensaver on my phone. Sadly, I chose my phone because it's what I pick up a thousand times a day, and my screensaver is a picture of my that my husband painted, and it reminds me when he first started to paint and how far he has come, and how proud I am of of him because he works at it every day. And the quote that I wrote on top of the picture is that, what if I will win, not immediately, but definitely? What if I win, not immediately, but definitely? This reminds me to be patient, to think in the future, and to be confident that I will win, and I will meet my goals. Thanks so much for listening today. And if you want a bonus worksheet that complements this podcast, shoot an email over to me, Trish at corehealthcoach.com with the subject line episode two worksheet, and I'll send it right over to you. You can also make sure you head over to the website, www.corehealthcoaching.com and sign up for a free consultation with me to start living the life you crave right now on the website. You'll also find resources and eBooks that you may find useful to help you set goals and lose your weight in a way that is completely different than what diet culture suggests. See you next week.